How do you find Will Shorts in the snow? <laughs> I don't know, Brian. How do you find Will Shorts in the snow? I have absolutely no clue. I was going to try to come up with a. I know. I was going to try to come up with something. You and... had a whole week. Yeah, I know. You had a whole week. I know. You were in a different state. I was. I was in Wisconsin. You were in Wisconsin. I was in, I was in which, Wisconsin. Which for... has a lot of snow. There was no snow while I was there. No, there really? Was, there was cheese. I had cheese. I had beer. Uh, I had many, many hours of work. Did you have peanuts? I, uh, no, did not have peanuts. Let go with cheese and beer? Uh, not in my instance. Cheese, in, beer, and peanuts. In my case, it went with burgers, fries, and, uh, I don't know, beer. So you were off cheese. on a, on a spa holiday. I was, <laughs> it was so not a holiday. It was so work is what it was. So it was not a spa. But I'm back. Yes, you are. And today... We are doing uh, episode 78, 78 of Fill Me In, and this is, we are back on a more normal schedule. Yes. today We is, are. Today is a Sunday. Today is, is the day after Halloween. Today is the first day of November. November. Happy November, rabbits. Yes. Yes, if you're my friend Ed Reichert, rabbits. If you're not, <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. What do you think? What's coming up on <clears throat> this episode? On this episode, yes. we have pickle tips. <laughs> that sounds dirty already. It does. We have pickle tips with Amanda's voice. Yes. And correspondence with a vacuum. Yes. Uh, so now, uh, <laughs> wow, this is an exciting show. I'm, 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 I'm very excited. Well, I don't about know. It. We have three segments that we've never had before. Yes. So that's exciting. But let's start with a segment we have had before, which is the same music we played for a year and a half, never been altered one minute. like saying jag on a hang i do you just like saying i do i, like I think jonah has kagan name. has stopped listening to our show though i we haven't heard from him yeah we haven't heard from jonah we we praised him for that ukulele number we have stolen his uh anagram for yes. our own theme music we haven't heard from him and now he is gone yeah we haven't heard there's a few people we haven't heard from for we haven't heard from jonah kagan for a while we haven't heard from jared hirsch for a while remember jared yeah. hirsch yeah, yeah. what yeah. happened to jared I haven't hirsch. Heard from jared hirsch in a while i haven't i mean i haven't heard from cross can in a while yeah. Is he out there? Well, I think he... He's he... busy blogging on Orange's site. Oh, he right. He doesn't have time for us anymore. Yeah. He's, in the, he's in the big leagues now. He is in the big leagues. He is. We are still in the little leagues. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm wearing three pieces of headgear at the moment. You are. You yeah. are. You're wearing two hats and headphones. That's right. Wow. I feel good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel that good. Uh, what do we do? Uh, oh, this old segment. Do you remain well, oh, opening! Uh, you looked at me weird, and I, I totally well, got screwed up. because you sang it like up a fifth. I know. Like, well, you uh, all right, I, what are you doing? Let's just start. Holy crap! Let's just start from the beginning. <laughs> Welcome to episode. <laughs> viewer mail. Opening it up. Our first viewer mail comes to us from Vic, the gavel. Fleming. Fleming. Oh, my God. Where are you? I did, are I you did, with us today? No, I didn't think you'd like... Today's episode will be brought to you did, by me, and Ryan is on vacation. I didn't think you the secondary clap. But, uh, I'm sorry, the things I don't like stop you from doing them since No, when? I thought that maybe I'd stop that. All right, fine. Our first view of mail comes to us from Vic, the gavel, Fleming. Oh, geez. see, I knew that. I knew that's what you were going to do. In my mind, I'm, do, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to do that. He's going to he's going to be that guy. Yeah, I am that guy. Now, uh, Vic uh, Vic designed a puzzle back on October 15th. It was all about Hawaii. Yeah, we, we we did not like it very much. It's not that we didn't like it. It just seemed pointless. It did seem it seemed random and arbitrary. And and the Hawaii business was like, yeah, so what's the big deal? Right. It was like four sort of random facts about Hawaii that yes. were like nothing terribly exciting or interesting and. 
here we are trashing the puzzle again. <laughs> Sorry, Vic. Uh, anyway, Vic, apparently hurt by this, he wrote to us and said, my, <laughs> e- hurt, my ego was only in the hospital for a few days after the severe thrashing from the blogosphere over my Hawaii-themed puzzle. So it wasn't just 15th. us. Uh, apparently not. Apparently there were other blogs. Uh, really? Yes. Wow, what's a blog exactly? I'll that... tell you. It's, a, uh, it's short for web blog. I think it's short for web log. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think blog can be short for web blog. I thought it was short for web blog. Really? Yeah. And then what is that blog short for? Uh, blogosphere. So the blog is short for web blogosphere? Yeah. Interesting. Vic continues with, uh, for the record, my puzzle was submitted to the Times for publication on August 21st, Hawaii's 50th birthday. However, Will Shorts saw fit to run it on a different day, apparently October 15th, which memory serves as a Thursday in October. <laughs> yes. Uh, he has then offered us a clue and answer combination that I think, Ryan, you might appreciate here. I do. The I, clue I, is train company in the natural state abbreviation. The answer is, of course, four letters, yes. and they are. Now, what is, wait, first, what is the natural state? Well, I think Arkansas, isn't Arkansas the is natural Arkansas state? Is Arkansas the natural state? I'm assuming so, based on what the answer is All here. Right, the but answer- a train company in the natural state abbreviation would be... A-R-R-R. Exactly. R. An Arkansas railroad, A-R-R-R. So maybe that's valid, do you think? If we clue it that way, and then you can secretly know this is a pirate greeting. <laughs> so, I mean, do you think that's really a valid clue? No. Okay. I really don't. You don't? No. I, I mean, I, I see RRS sometimes in puzzles as like, you know, Railroads? Monopoly Quartet right. or something like that, and I always think that's kind of lame. So now we're going to do a, a, a Railroad RR with a state abbreviation, and I think it would be a good name. The whole thing is like like a secret disguised pirate hello. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> you. All right. Let's move. Let's move on. Let's let's move on to uh, our next viewer mail from Avram Gotchlik. Avram says, "Good job with the podcast, guys. I'll have to try to find you two and talk to you at the ACPT this year." I think he means next year. I think he probably does mean next year. Stop doing that thing with your foot, by the way. Oh, am I making noise? Stuff. Yeah. Sorry. You need to get a rug in here. You do need to get a rug. Yeah. I'm, I might be coming in with the rug. <laughs> you might be at the rate you're going, yeah. Uh, I do think he means next year. Because yes. Avram, the ACPT this year uh, it's, happened. It's over. Yeah, it was back in February. And we did not, we did, you did not find us and talk to no, us. No, we were there. Uh, yes, and he says, uh, I, I, <laughs> I picked up a CD of your podcast there this year. <laughs> he, Avram is very confused as to what... <laughs> the whole space-time continuum thing seems to be a bit of a mystery with Avram. Uh, so he picked up a CD of our podcast and promptly uh, has not listened to it. How can you promptly have not listened to something that you picked up eight months ago? Avram, I think you need to get a watch. A watch and a calendar, maybe. I don't... I, I, you're, you're, uh, you could go the old-fashioned tie little pieces of string around your fingers could, to remind you. You could. Yeah. I think he might be going through time in a different way than everybody else does. Yeah? Yes. It's possible. Yes. Do people do that? Yeah, they do it on, in different ways. on Star Trek, don't do they? they? Well, yes. that's how everything's done. Uh, Avram also says, also, is there some sort of hazing process to go through before I get a nickname, or is it more a random sort of thing? Just curious. Uh, it's a pretty much a random sort of thing. Yes. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't... Yours might have something to do with, with time travel, though. Maybe it might, but you know what? It's not something we can invent. It's something no, that just No, no, I'm just saying that... My, I mean, my favorite nickname is another person who we haven't heard from in a long time, which is Daniel Rosen. Loser. Yeah, what remember that? Daniel Rosen. Remember Daniel Rosen wrote yes. to us and then we talked about how he hadn't won the ACPT and he hadn't yes. won at Lollapazoola and since he hadn't won anything, he was clearly a loser. We never heard from him again. No. I think that's our fault, though. Because we called him a loser? Yeah, probably. Maybe. Daniel, 
very, very sorry. And Avram, someday. 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 <laughs> someday, maybe it's already happened for you. It's, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> if you know now what your nickname is going to become, well, don't tell us, because that'll screw the whole yeah, thing we'll up, right? Yeah, we'll screw the whole thing up. Yeah, then, yeah, so, uh... Uh, Our next viewer mail comes to us from uh, William Sides. William Sides. William Sides. This is a new viewer. Yes. I've never heard from William before. This is our first contact. Yeah, uh, that's a Star Trek movie. First contact. First contact yeah. is a Star Trek movie. Dear Ryan and Brian, I heard about your wonderful podcast a couple of months ago and started viewing it as soon as I could figure out how to get onto my BlackBerry. How to get onto my BlackBerry. Probably it. Maybe how to get it onto my BlackBerry. Uh, Being the sad, sad person I am, I just had to start with number one. Thanks for great fun, Bill. Well... Well, first of all, I feel really cozy here because already it's Bill. Like, already we're like, not just first names, but like first names abbreviated. Uh, so that's good, and uh, I don't think you're a sad, sad person at all. No, why? Uh, why? In did... fact, I hope that if this was great fun, our podcast has made you a happy, happy person. Yes, instead of a sad, sad person. Yes. So, uh, yeah, everybody should start from number one and listen well, yeah, to all you, of it. I mean, if you, if you're that kind of, you know, thorough about it, and even if you're not. Well, here's the thing. If you do want to go back to the beginning, you have to bear in mind that over the first 40 episodes, we didn't know anything about our recording equipment, and the stuff sounds like crap. Well, well, yeah, I mean, this is the same with everything. Look, we just, my wife and I just watched the first episode of, of Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's horrible. And, and that's it, but that's... Doesn't the, Michael Richards, like, have normal hair? He has normal hair, Elaine is not in it, there's a sassy waitress instead as a that's character. right, there's a sassy waitress. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, I forgot about it's her. It's terrible. Yeah. But, but, you know, you, you, you watch it and you think, well, this is the origins of greatness. The origins so of when, greatness. So when... Is that, you, is that like Charles Darwin's other book that he never finished? Yeah, well, he didn't finish Origins that. of the Species, Origins of Greatness. Yeah, yeah okay. it was all about him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so when you listen to number one, you and you you listen to the the seminal Revenge of the Sith joke, and you think this is the origins oh, of greatness. I, I am somewhat embarrassed for having done that. By the way, Smarties, Smarties. We These have a are, lot of. I have a lot of leftover candy from Halloween. Yes. and I enjoy Smarties. So now you're going to enjoy them with me. This, is, this one is a sort of orangish one. Wow. Okay. So now we're gonna, now we're going to move on. We're going to move on to our our next and final viewer mail of the week. Yes. From Agent Little Zooty. Agent Little Zooty. We've heard from Agent Little Zooty before. You have. We have. We, we have. both have. Yeah. We uh, know Agent Little Zooty. We do. Uh, uh, the title of her viewer mail is anything. Dear Brian and Ryan, I get I get second billing from Agent Little Zooty, but that's oh, okay. Well, not often, but in this case, yes. And that's that's fair. I think it is. It is. Uh, I'm all caught up on your podcast and find it delightful during my commute. During the other times of her life, I'm sure he finds it to no, be... No, but for that 35 minutes a day, our podcast is awesome. And delightful. Yeah, the other 23 hours, 25 minutes a day, we are crap. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Exactly. Uh, I wish you you would talk more about how terrific I am, but that's my only complaint. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Love, someone who may or may not be related to one of you, and someone who actually doesn't do crosswords, Agent Little Zooty. Yeah. Yes. We've heard from Agent Little Zooty before. Yes. Agent Little Zooty is, of course, my sister. Your sister, Allison. Uh, my sister, Allison. Yes. Cross can, you must know this. My sister, Allison. <laughs> I was at Allison's house today. You were. In fact, my whole family was there. The entire family. Really? XOP, XOM, Allison, her husband, David, their children, Max and Gavin. 
my sister Stephanie, her husband Alex, and their children, Levi and Solomon, my wife Tony, and me. Wow. We were all there. Wow. Twelve of us. So that's not your entire family. That's, no. The immediate but it's, family. It, it's this branch of the family. Yes. There was no Uncle David. No, but the branch that began with XOP and XOM. That branch that has that has come flowered forth. yes that has flowered from there yeah <laughs> wow how was that uh, it was a good time it was mostly a very good time <laughs> mostly a- well there was this one episode you know my parents love to do like family pictures uh-huh so you know trying to get 12 <laughs> of us here's the thing solomon is like a year and a half old right gavin's like three uh-huh you know max is five levi is six it, trying to handle that and uh, and you and me and uh, I'm a disaster. No, it's just you know everybody is bound to have a little tantrum now and then. And <laughs> it's very difficult to get all twelve people in one place at one time. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm look forward to, to seeing the picture. It most likely photoshopped to death by my father, <laughs> who is wonderful at Photoshop. He is, but he's probably going to take bits and pieces of other family photos and just sort of <laughs> assemble a. Oh yeah, we were here. Sure, you know, put us all on Mars. Oh yeah, we family vacation. He's very good at that. Well, Viewer mail, closing it up. You know, my father wonders why he's not included in the viewer mail bag. I don't even think he listens to the podcast, but somehow he found out he's not ever included in the viewer mail bag. And I said, it's because you don't write to us. He said, but I write you all the time. And I said, but you write to me. You need to write to us if you want to be in the viewer mail bag. And by the way, if you're listening, rbxblog at gmail.com. Yes. That's our address. Yes. If you send mail to either of us individually, Ryan or Brian at bemoresmarter.com, that also gets to the viewer mailbag. But if you just write to me at my real email address, forget it. That's private. He writes to me also. Yeah, but those that's that's private. That's private. You know, we're not going to read all that. No. No. Uh, uh, our next segment. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Our next segment is Pickle Tips with Amanda's Voice. Uh, I don't think this needs any more introduction. No, so. except that we had a whole bunch of positive feedback on the whole Amanda's Voice thing last yes. week. Sorry, I'm eating more Smarties. <laughs> so, uh... We're bringing it back. So here it is, a little more Amanda's voice for Five quick steps to quick pickles. Step one, take your largest pot and fill with water. Bring to a boil. Step two, drop the mason jar and lid into the water and let boil for about 30 seconds. Remove. Step three, thoroughly wash the exterior of your cucumbers. Haven't we all heard that one before? Slice into uniform thin rounds. Step four. Place your dill, garlic, salt, pepper, and any other herbs or spices in the jar. Put in cucumbers. Step 5. Pour vinegar in to cover the pickles and seal up with your lid. That's all there is to it. In about four hours, the pickles will be ready to eat, and they just get better after a few days, too. We often consume a whole batch at a single dinner, but the pickles will stay good in the refrigerator for about ten days if you'd like to make them last longer and aren't quite as voracious about pickles as we are. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, what's the main difference between quick pickles and traditional pickle recipes? Well, I'll tell you. Because traditional pickles sit for months or years in jars, their color tends to turn to that familiar olive green. They are perfectly safe if they've been canned in a sanitary manner, but their appearance is different than that of quick pickles. The skin of quick pickles retains its fresh green, or yellow in the case of lemon cucumber pickles, color, and the flesh of each pickle will still be fairly white instead of olive-hued. The taste is fresher and more immediate in its appeal, and we think of quick pickles more as a special type of marinated vegetable than an item meant for winter storage. Cucumbers are simply so succulent that they deserve to be enjoyed in as many ways as possible during their glorious summer season. 
don't you think? Signing off, the unparalleled, paralleled voice engineer, which incidentally is exactly how the Vlasic pickle mascot would pronounce the unparalleled, parallel verse engineer. I guess so. Thank we you very know, much. I'm going to try that. We all know what to do with our cucumbers. But here's the thing. Amanda likes the full sour pickles. Uh-huh. And she actually, she made it a point to completely shoot down the the mere existence of the half sour pickle. Uh-huh. Which happens to be my favorite kind of pickle, uh-huh. the half sour. But she, she, now she also said that she likes bread and butter pickles, which could not be a further from uh, a, a full sour pickle that you can get. Oh, that sentence just went nowhere. <laughs> no, it really did. But uh, actually, you can get a lot further from a well, full sour. Well, you can sour. go to the sweet pickle and the gherkin. You could also get to, like, you know, ostrich steak. Well, I'm talking, on the, like... I'm talking on, a, on, on the pickle scale. Oh, I if, see. If the sour is the most sour, yeah. then and the sweet pickle is the most sweet, yeah. then the bread and butter pickle is much closer to the sweet pickle than the sour. Okay. It's much further away down the scale for, than the half sour. Uh, viewers, you, you see Ryan's arm gestures here. He's doing this fantastic demonstration of where on the pickle imaginary scale. spectrum. It's not imaginary. What is imaginary about a pickle scale? It's imaginary in that you're putting things on it with your hands physically here in the studio. Yes. And yet there's nothing floating in the air in front of you. That's how it's imaginary. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's an imaginary aspect to it. <laughs> but in the whole, it's yeah, very, it's sort very of real. non-tangible, not really existing way. That's yeah, how it's imaginary. In that way, yes. Yes. Yeah. I grant okay. you that. that. That part of it is okay. imaginary. Uh I like all kinds of pickles. I like most kinds of pickles, but I'll tell you, it's it's, it's at Ryan's New York Style Deli in, in Vernon, Connecticut, where they have the OTB Triple, uh-huh. which we all know, that's the whole business with the Deckers started uh-huh. with this discussion, but yes. they, they have pickles available, as, right. as do most of these sort of, you know, like Katz's Deli and the Carnegie. Carnegie. You know, they, the tables, they have bowls of pickles there. That's just right. sort of what's there. Uh, it's tortilla chips at Mexican restaurants, and it's pickles at Jewish delis. <laughs> New York, uh, Ryan's New York Style Deli in Vernon, Connecticut, has these pickles, and I just love them. So every time we drive past, not only do I get the OTB triple for dinner, but I get a, a bucket of pickles, too. To take home. To take wherever it is I'm going. Which is usually home. Sometimes, although I used to work up in Boston a lot, and I would sometimes stop there on my way to Boston. So you take the pickles to Boston. So I would take them with me to where I lived in Boston, which is not home. It was my... Abode. Temporary home away from home. So, but technically kind of a home. Eh, living quarters. Where you were going to sleep. You brought the pickles to where you were sleeping. Yes, that's <laughs> what I did. Okay. And still do to this day. <laughs> Our next segment yeah. is Correspondence with a Vacuum. We get a lot of spam comments on our blog. <clears throat> and yeah. they're mostly... By the way, that's our web blog, blogosphere blog. Exactly. Yeah. And mostly what they are are just random things saying, love content of blog, come see us at this location. Yeah. And Sometimes it, they're a little more disguised than that. Like something, they're, they're these veiled, they, they pretend to be actual comments, and really they're just links to their own And they're, always, they're almost always very complimentary. They yeah. say, great, oh, great Because they don't, want to be, they don't want to be, you know, right. deleted. And then there's a link to their there's website. There's a link, yeah, to like can... buy old baseball cards or... You know, here's or, how to clean your windows. Or here is some pornography to enjoy. There's a lot of that. That's yes. true. Uh, but we got one from, from uh, the Hoover Steam Vac. Yeah, the Hoover Steam Vac. <laughs> <laughs> Which says, uh, the Hoover Steam Vac said, The post was informative. However, the podcast was a little irritating to listen. 
But overall, guys, you're are doing good. Keep it up. I know you will get better and better sooner. We'll look forward to check more of your podcasts soon. Yeah. So the Hoover Steam Vac doesn't like the, doesn't <laughs> no, like no, the no, podcast. Doesn't. Now, I, re- I seem to remember there was somebody else who didn't like the podcast. You remember there was somebody? We could tell us who it was. Anyway, we'd have to go look it up. It's very easy to do. All right, you go figure it out. All right. Our next segment yes. is The Oracle, starring the star of Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been since you've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. We saw it last night. We saw Nightmare on Elm Street, the, the very first one, the one with Johnny Depp. We yes. saw it last night, and there's somebody dies, as happens in these movies, and there's this funeral scene, <laughs> and there's a priest at the funeral scene, and we were watching, and the priest is on the screen for like one second, and, we... and Ryan and I both lean forward, you know, in front of our respective wives, and just went that looks just like mike nothnagel <laughs> and it totally did it's totally mike nothnagel it is as the priest so we had figured out how to do a screen capture yeah we you, we did figure this out no no we need to figure we this do out. do you still have the movie you, your wife bought it oh so we own it yeah oh we can totally do it all we'll, right we'll so do we'll this. get a screen capture and we'll, we'll and then we'll do a little side by side thing we'll do a little before and after <laughs> you know back when mike was an actor in bad 80s horror <laughs> flicks and now when he's a math and he teacher. hasn't aged at all if anything, no, he looks exactly younger. the same he looks exactly the same it's amazing so mike wrote to us uh, hey guys some of these answers may be actual answers but most are as close as i could get these are of course questions from last week's episode yes number one what musical has the song little bit oh honey <laughs> You're right. I don't think anything does. Uh, Mike says, the best I could come up with is a song called Honey Bun from South Pacific, which contains the lyric, that's my little honey bun. That sounds good. I, a little bit of honey seems like a great title yeah? for a song and a musical. A little bit of honey? A little bit of honey. You're Milk my little honey. bit of honey. He's my Milk little bit honey of honey. Is a, is Together a, we go okay. to honey town. All right, well, you write the musical. I just did. All right, done. Maybe it's in the, in the revival of the What's the name of, of that Archive? musical? The one you're writing. What's it called? Uh, the Bee's Knees. All right, so the song Little Bit of Honey is from The, the Bee's, Bee's Knees. There's the answer. Mike, there we go. come on. <laughs> Too busy acting in movies to actually know this. You know you know who would have known that is 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 uh, Avram Gotslik. He might have, although he only knows it like six years from now. Right, right. He, he doesn't know it now. He's already listened to the to the musical. Yeah, he I was in the original yet. cast, I believe. <laughs> or he will be. Uh, number two, when did Brian's parents last play Duplicate Bridge? Oh, interesting. Mike says, the last time Brian's parents played Duplicate Bridge was Saturday, April 18th, 1981, which was a Saturday in April. <laughs> That's Mike's doing. Yeah, That's not us. That, That's yeah. not our... Uh, no. no, Mike did that. Uh, they won 27 to 24, <laughs> although there was a controversy surrounding their second field goal attempt. The music playing during the tournament was the soundtrack to Thoroughly Modern Millie. Interesting. Now, what I want to know, Mike, is it the movie Thoroughly Modern Millie or the Broadway musical Thoroughly Modern Millie? I would think different it, things. I, I did either of them actually exist in 1981? Uh the movie I think did. Did it? I think so. I think the movie is from like the late 60s. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's probably the movie then. I think so. I think Mary Tyler Moore is in the movie. I, I think it was Carol Julie Channing. Andrews. I think Julie Andrews is in it too. Carol Channing? I think Carol Channing is in it. How old is Carol Channing? Uh, 140. <laughs> <laughs> and she's still kicking. She is. She's kicking lots of things. She is. Uh, what word that means something like frequent and might sound like lucrative is Ryan trying to think of? Yes. My best guess is ubiquitous. It means widespread or constantly encountered, which is sort of what Ryan is getting at. Does it sound like lucrative? Well, kind of. That's not the word. No, it wasn't the word. Have it, you figured out yet what no, the word it's, was? No, it was a, it's a guy who, 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 I can't remember who we were we were even talking about. I don't know. But it was a guy who started to comment a lot, and I said he was a I very... I think it was Andrew Feist. Was it? I think it was, was Andrew Feist. a very Feist. lucrative commenter, but that's, no. not, that's not what it was. Just, and it's not frequent. It's, no. 
Luscious? No. I don't know. I don't know. Mike Nothnagel, what word am I trying to think of? <laughs> Part two, the <laughs> sequel. Uh, number four, why is a flute a woodwind? Woodwinds are instruments that are played by blowing air against an edge or an opening in the instrument. Wood is the name because most of the instruments in this family, including flutes, were originally made of wood, not because they have a reed made of wood. So this, this was my error. Yes. I said I thought they were woodwinds because they used reeds. Uh-huh. Uh, but I also said I think that because some of them were made of wood. Like I right. said, the clarinet and the bassoon were made of wood. Right. So I was half right. Sort of. Uh, so I only have to go back like two and a half yards. Right. Um, but Mike is Mike is correct. I think Harry Hassel emailed us with the similar notion that, that yes. uh, instruments were made of wood. Yes. Um, yeah. So, a, so a flute used to be made out of wood. Is some that, flutes, is, some flutes are still made of wood. They are sure. Different kinds of flutes, and they're all pan played. flutes. Pan flutes are made out of wood, and that's a woodwind. Isn't that a pan flute? Isn't that like the when there's like seventeen of them in a right in a stack the, and you go hoo, 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 over the top? Like of Zamfir. Them? Yeah, Zamfir, Zamfir master, of the, master of the pan flute. flute right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, and they're all. The, the the music is all made by blowing against an edge or an opening. Yeah. Now is there is there is there a woodwind where it's just an edge and not an opening? Uh, I'm not sure how that would work. Probably not. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little confused by the or, edge or an opening. Um, Mike Nothnagel, what did you mean by or? I wonder if it's because some instruments you play by blowing into an opening, like uh-huh. the clarinet or the saxophone, you blow into an opening, whereas some instruments like the flute, you're not actually blowing into, you're blowing across the opening. Oh, you are? Yeah, the way a flute works, you're blowing across, there's a little hole on one side of the tube, and uh-huh. you're blowing across that hole, not into it. Really? Yeah, clarinets and saxophones and bassoons and oboes, you're blowing into, you know, through the reeds, uh-huh. into the instrument. Do all, all flautists, do they dance when they play? It seems like it's... Uh, I think very few. Really? Probably none. What about... I? But, like, Jethro Tull, don't they dance? I don't know. Because I always... I picture... I picture when a flautist with the, with the leg... Oh, I kicked something. With the leg in the air and with maybe a sash and maybe a, 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 a eye patch. Am I thinking of something different? Yeah. Am I thinking of a sword? Not sure what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I don't know, but stop thinking of it. It's All right. creeping me out. All right. So, um, thank you, Mike. Wow. Um, <laughs> Go to the next segment. All right, I'm going to the next segment. Uh, last week's contest. Yeah. Last week's contest was brought to us by the commissioner, Peter Gordon, sextuple threat. Sextuple threat. Not sextuple threat. No. That's the vacuum cleaner. That is the vacuum cleaner. Uh, uh, Peter's uh, contest was take a common four-letter, one-syllable man's name, add a line to one letter to get another letter, and you have a two-syllables man's name. Uh, that could have been that could have been said better. It could have. But the, the contest is over. You want to do it again? Or are you okay? No, nah, I'm going. I'm fine. All right, fine. What are the names? The and names the, are Paul and Raul. Yeah. So Paul is a one-syllable name. It is. You add a line. To the P to yep. get an R, and then yep. you get a two-syllable name, Raul. Yeah. That's a, that's a interesting. That's ha. clever. Yeah. It's clever. A lot of people like this one. We got so, you know, some of the entries we got, people saying that they, they really enjoyed well, this it's, it's enjoyable. It's I, a I, different kind of thing. I still don't know how somebody would come up with it, but yeah. that's, that's, that's me. Uh, all right. I don't know. P- 
Peter comes up with these things. He does. He's really cool. No, well, how people will come up with the answer. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I'll bet the answer to this one, uh, I think you just go through the alphabet and start figuring out, well, what letters can turn into other letters when you add a line. Right. And there aren't that many available. Like, O can become Q. Sure. F can become E. Oh, look at, look at, look um, at you with all of this. Look at me. A C can become a G. A C could become a G. A Y could become an X. You know. A T could become an H. An I could become an L. A T could not become an H. Yeah, you put another line on the bottom and you turn oh, it to the left. Oh, there's nothing about turning it to the left. I don't think that one's any good. Well, then a T could become an I. No, an I could become a T. What do you mean an I could become a T? You just said a T could become an I. A, a capital T could become a capital I. No, an I is just a line up and down. A T is a line up and down with another line on top of it. No, an I. No, but a capital I is a line. Is a line with a two lines. Oh, if you do serifs, we're not talking serifs. No, I didn't realize we were sans serif. We are sans. <laughs> this is a, a sans serif program. <laughs> anyway, the answer, the winner to the contest oh, is no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. No. Stop it. Stop it. No. I'm covering up both mics. Stop hey. it. No. Huh? No. Oh, no, get away. Get away, you suck. Get away. Damn All right. Pickled turd. All right, so uh, because of our brand new pickle yodeling winner picking method, we have picked the winner, and the winner is William Sides. William Sides, our new, brand new correspondent. And and I, I will have to I have to admit that this the, 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 the winner was picked by the pickle. It was not picked by us. Okay. Uh, and William Side says, uh, uh, I have the answer to your contest. I'm sorry, I don't recall the password as I was walking my turtle while listening to four or five hours of your show at a stretch. It's a turtle pet. Pet turtle. Turtle pet. <laughs> a PT, a pet turtle. Uh, and he walks him. Is that on a leash? <laughs> How do you walk a turtle? Mike Nothnagel? <laughs> are you going to say anything? Why are you just staring at me? Uh, you sound like a doofus. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Bill, uh, let us know what you want, and make sure what you want is a book of puzzles, or a book of puzzles. Or your very own used yodeling pickle. No. Because that's available. We do not ha- we, this How is about not a Kendoku book? Would you like a Kendoku oh, book? Oh, yeah. We need to get we rid of those. We have two of those. We need to get rid of the Kendoku books. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're great, though. They're sure. great. If you like that kind of if thing. If you like that kind of thing. And you don't need to know any of the backstory as to how the puzzle was uh, came into origination. Yeah. And if you don't need to know why we happen to have Kendoku books available, that's also helpful. Yes. Yeah. Both of those things are available. Yeah. So we have a new contest this week. It comes to us from our friend Todd McKay. Yes. Todd McKay uh, says this. What item, a popular gift for a sweetheart, is spelled with five letters where each letter is a different Roman numeral? Yes. This was very, very challenging to me. To both I'm of sure us. some of I'm sure one of you is gonna get we're gonna get an email like before ten AM on Tuesday. From June. From from June Pock, <laughs> who's gonna have the answer. Right. Uh, but the rest of you might find it challenging as we did. Oh, and if you if you need the uh, Oh if you need the contest email to turtle. you. If you're walking your turtle like William Sides. <laughs> oh wait, that's no, not that's right. not it. Damn it. Uh, uh, then anyway, this week's password is I, I don't remember. Is it Pinochle? Oh, this week's password is Pinochle. 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 All right. Pinochle. Look on the horizon. Pinochle. It's a thunder god carrying two decks of playing cards. He's going to challenge us to a Pinochle throwdown. Roman style. 
Oh boy, are you gonna love World 4 slash 2? You gotta keep constantly moving and ducking and dodging and ducking and dodging. There's a lot of busted middles and you don't wanna get done by the middles because they're gonna hurt like hell. Duck, dodge, run, run, keep going. You're gonna die. Don't stop. There's even whales in this game. Look at those sly little whales. They're even wearing eyeliner. Uh, Monday, October 26th, by Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire constructor of the Friday Puzzle and the Oracle, and the star of Nightmare on Elm Street. X-Factor. The X-Factor. This, this I, I don't think anybody really understood the theme. No, I didn't understand the theme. Would, Tell me were, about it. There were names of people, yeah. some fictional, some unfictional, who had an X in their name. Mike Nothnagel did this puzzle? Yeah. Hmm. The Monday puzzle. Really? It's a fine puzzle. It's just the theme... Oh. Tuesday. <laughs> you didn't have to buzz it yet. I just want to make sure you knew where it was. I knew where it was. No, you didn't. You put it down again. Oh, you need to hold it during the thing. <laughs> I'm holding it now. Okay. <laughs> Tuesday, October 27th by Chuck Diodine. Diodine. Ra, ra, sis, boom, ba. Never heard this said ever until you just did right now. Really? Never heard it said aloud. You've heard the joke with the sound of a sheep exploding. What is the sound of a sheep exploding? Sis boom ba. Sis boom ba. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm not trying to tell you that it's the funniest joke of all time. I'm it's saying not that, the funniest joke. Of I'm all just time. saying that that's a joke. Okay. That's where I've heard sis boom. Okay. Wednesday, October 28th, by Mike Torch, the Silent K. The Silent K. I'm a little frustrated by this, only because Silent K was one of my favorite entries in a theme list that I created. Yes, but some you, time ago. You, you, that's still fair. That's still fair. Game. Yeah, I guess so. Yes. This also contained pitchy. Pitchy, which, which which somebody said that that pitchy is a term that the judges on American Idol coined. And I just want to point out that I've been using the word pitchy way longer than American Idol has even been around. Yes. I've known this term for a very long time, at least 20 years. I and I still don't get it. Okay. Thursday, October 29th by Joe Crowe rhymes with puzzle. Uh, air. This was difficult for a Thursday. I didn't understand the theme until you explained it to me. Yeah, all, all of the theme answers started with the sound air. Yeah. And one of the theme answers was Aerosaranen. Which I always thought was Eero. I always thought it was Eero. Eero is spelled Eero. It's spelled Eero. Of yeah. course it is. Yeah, it should be pronounced Eero. So is it a musketeer? Maybe it's, uh, yeah, the three musketeers. Interesting. Friday, October 30th by David Levinson Wilk. Yeah. This had some foreign stuff in it, which this is our was, favorite. This was, I mean, it was a, it was a, a lot of foreign crossings. It was an interesting layout. Yeah, sure. This was like a bunch of twelves. I mean, fifteens, which was great. Twelve, fifteen-letter answers. Yes, and then a whole bunch of three-letter crap. Yeah, just three-letter dreck. We just things didn't... that weren't words crossing with other things that weren't words, and like variations on names of Ethiopian goddesses, and just. It wasn't very enjoyable to solve. It really was Put it that way. No. Saturday, October 31st by Robert H. Woof. Because it's Halloween. Oh. Woof. Okay. No? This was one of these wide open puzzles. With you not, hated it. Well, you know what? I did. I thought the fill in it was just kind of lousy. It was full of serener and marrers. And just, uh, you know, you know for some reason I like it. Words. There were only like three entries that were any good. And you know who agreed with me? Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman, a man about He did that. agree with he you. He agreed with me. He, I, Travolta, I, that was good. Shoe Store, that was good. Everything else, forget it. I kind of liked it. All right. Sunday, November 1st by Matt Ginsburg and Pete Muller. It's not Mueller. Mueller. 
Muller Mueller. Compound fractures. This was great. Very, very clever. Yes. Really clever. I just finished this right before we started recording oh, the show. Oh, great. Yeah, it took two two words that managed to overlap at like six common, eight common letters or something. It was really... Elephantum. Elephantum was one. I've got the... Don't I have it in front of me? Isn't it I had right it. there? Oh, yeah, here it is. Let's see. What else do we have? Centipedestrian. I like that one. Yeah. Centipedestrian. That one was really good. Yeah. Cathartichoke. Yeah, Cathartichoke is very good. <laughs> I like Cathartichoke. That might be my favorite one. Cathartichoke. Uh, sporadical. Sporadical. See, now that I feel like that could be a word. That could be. Like, I'm going to start using that as a word, I think. <laughs> sporadical. Oh, yeah, yeah. How's work going for you lately? Eh, it's kind of sporadical. Sporadical. Yeah, you know. Doing a little bit here and there. And That's... there were 12 of them. Yeah. I said on the blog there were 11, but Pete corrected me. There were 12 great theme answers in this uh, puzzle. Guitaristocrat. <laughs> it's hard great. to say, that one. That one's hard to say. Contrabandon. Contrabandon. Yeah, that one was good. That one was really good. Uh... I, I don't know. Flew a kite? That's not one of them. No. What am I doing? Psychedelicacy? Psychedelicacy. That's awesome. Psychedelicacy. Uh, this was our favorite puzzle of the week, I would say. And hence it gets the Thor Hammer of the Week.